Before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon. They are Aperba, Lauren L, Hanson Screen Printing, Paul Campaneshi, Eric Sari, Andy Herbrandt, Rock the Green, Kelby Goodman, and our newest Patreon supporters, Greg Whalen and Daniel and Kara Lighting. Thank you guys so much for supporting our podcast. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sari. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the dairy state. We of course are your hosts as always, I'm Eric. And I'm Russ. And we have a glorious, uh, glorious, um, spooky. Yeah, for sure. We have a spooky, frightening haunted type episode for you today of course keeping in the halloween spirit yeah so we gotta do it and like actually this is really cool because it's kind of more of a free-flowing one and actually me and eric were kind of discussing how we're going to do this we figured like maybe one of you want to be uh a ghost adventure zach baggins type yeah put on some affliction shirts and some tight jeans and head out there with your, maybe. E- with your emf meters and your voice recorders and we thought we'd give you maybe a little taste of wisconsin's haunted places to go and check out exactly so that's exactly what we're gonna do we're gonna talk a little bit about these uh haunted locations and uh and we're gonna give you a, a, a little bit of taste of of maybe what things were experienced at these places what people say about them and uh, then it's up to you to go check them out if you're if you're brave enough. I guess before we begin too, for affliction, is uh, Buckle still around? Do you know if they are? I am not sure. I know most of the malls are gone, so I was most wondering of the if malls like, are, a, yeah, there's Buckles around anymore, so you can get some sick affliction for you your gotta, ghost yeah. tour and UFC, some gel, UFC shirts and uh, <laughs> tap out. Yeah, tap, tap out. out That's baby. what it was. Not UFC tap out. Um, so we're gonna do that for you today as the main segment. And uh, for music today, we've got some. Truly Waukesha type uh, tunes here. Since In honor of moving to the new location, we had to play some. Uh, we, we talked about in the last episode. So, yeah, you know, Les Paul and, Les and, Paul Mary, and Mary Ford. Ford. So we've got a little bit of tunage from uh, the area for you, and uh, of course, we're gonna have a beer review. Um, always on the the show, we've got to tell you about a beer that we're sipping and enjoying, and then uh, it's up to you if you want to go and uh, snag it and try it yourself, or if you just want to. Listen to us, enjoy it, I guess. Uh, but and then, uh, of course, got to have the uh, how many locos. And now that we're kind of getting settled in here, to um, definitely keep an eye out. We're gonna definitely gonna have some more breweries, especially in this area now on the show. Uh, probably some more guests coming up. These first few episodes, we're kind of just getting situated into the new studio here, working on it, building it, making it what we want it to be. Right. To give you guys the best quality episodes we can possibly do. Right. So we're we're still kind of uh, getting getting. Into the groove here. The other uh, studio had gotten pretty established right before we right. Had left it. So um, it, it definitely you might hear some new noises in the background and things. But uh, soon enough, we'll have this thing completely soundproofed like it was. And uh, and we'll get going. So um, 
let's just jump right in, I guess. Uh, we've got a few haunted locations that we've picked out that we'd like to uh, share with you and uh, and talk a little bit about what makes them haunted, what makes them spooky, possibly even uh, um, share some some stories of what people have experienced there. And uh, and we hope that this this keeps you in the spirit. Yeah, so the first one we got is actually Nielsen's Hall and Bitters Club. And we have been talking for so long to going on the island and joining the Bitters Club. Yeah, I mean, so uh, it's out on Washington Island. Uh, that's out by the uh, Sister Bay and, um, uh, you know, that 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 uh, northern, northeastern wing, uh, you know, little tip of the, the finger that you got over there. And this then, little thumb on the mitten. It, the thumb on the mitten, so... Uh, really cool area. If you've gotten a chance to visit Door County, you know that that's uh, kind of a fall staple. Now, you might not know about the Bitters Club. And that's, you know, Russ and I have, have talked about it a little bit here. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a little club that you, you got to go to the, the, is it Nelson's Hall or Nielsen's Hall? It's Nielsen's Hall. And you, you basically just take a shot of bitters, which is normally a an ingredient in cocktails. Um, but this is is just a shot of it. Yeah, and it's a really cool history. So obviously, with prohibition, you could, you couldn't sell alcohol at yeah. the time, but bitters did contain some alcohol. So to get around the prohibition at the time, Nielsen's Hall actually offered their patrons to take shots of bitters. Well, that see now that makes a little bit more sense because I thought if you took a shot of bitters, it was just to show you know how tough you were uh put a little hair on your chest or something but it's it's actually rooted in the fact that it had some alcohol content and back in prohibition days obviously you couldn't get too much alcohol because you know i mean unless you went to speakeasies and stuff but and can um, you tell us a little bit about the haunt that's going on here eric well so uh you know for for it's been around for decades and, and it's a um a really nice, you know, bar location and stuff. But, uh, um, you basically, you've got, uh, uh, an apartment above this club that, you know, people used to stay at and stuff. And, and, uh, I'm not entirely sure what, uh, exactly happened here, but, you know, you've got, uh, uh, many different stories, uh, that, that, you know, People have been, you know, either wronged or harmed here, and and their their spirits are uh, amongst, you know, the the visitors and patrons here. So you can hear, you know, murmurings of things, and and uh, possibly even screams or footsteps and things. So it's just been it's been crazy uh, the amount of uh, um, stories and, and personal personal. Uh, uh, you know, eyewitness accounts almost of, of what's going on. And I think for me, the one that I do remember was, I think it was on one of the haunted shows called um, Haunted State, I believe, is the one that had them on there. It was like all Wisconsin haunted locations. This one was definitely featured on there. Yeah. And so uh, apparently, you know, the, the old owner uh, had never really left the business is what people say too. So Tom, you know, Nelson or Nielsen, uh, he built the bar back in 1899. He kept it operating through prohibition uh, with, of course, medicinal shots of bitters. Sure. Right. It had to be medicine-wise, uh, and it had to uh, be kind of classified as such in order to be allowed. But um, he, he, it's reported that he loved the business so much that he never left. And uh, women, I guess especially, uh, report seeing him near restrooms and uh feeling chilled air and and that kind of stuff so doing the ghastly touches in there 
Exactly. Fucking creep, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and apparently, you know, it's it's admittedly problematic uh, that uh, you know these these uh, these feelings or or touches that that they kind of experience. So. Um, paranormal activities uh, of all sorts, closing doors, radio station, randomly changing footsteps, uh, all that stuff is, is, you know, reported to have, uh, have taken place on, on, you know, pretty much every occasion. I mean, daily, weekly, whatever. Um, yeah. And for, like for our listeners, if you guys have been there and joined the bitter club, uh, let us know and, and let us know if it's, I believe it's Nelson's or I've heard Nielsen's. So I don't know. It's Nielsen's don't know. or Nelson's bitter club that you got to join. If any of you are members, let me see your uh, card and make sure you guys are in that club. Exactly. So, and, and again, it's, it's just a shot of Angostura bitters. I mean, it's, uh, uh, like I said, it's a normal, uh, bar, you know, uh, item that's in recipes for cocktails, but, um, not necessarily something you'd ever drink alone. And it's like Washington Island's pretty neat too. You take the ferry over there. It's yeah. a pretty cool place to go and visit. And I, I highly recommend our listeners go and check it out. Even if you're not going for the ghost hunting, right? It's just a cool place to be. Right. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely a visit no matter what, even if you're not interested in the occult or the, or the hauntedness of it. Uh, it's definitely a, uh, a cool visit either way. What's the next one on our list, Eric? So we're not. So we actually are going through a, a list that we put together. Um, we didn't want to do some repeats because we did the haunted hotel one, and a lot of these are on the top. But can you let us know what the next one we got on our list here? So we're gonna look at Riverside Cemetery. That's in Appleton, and uh, you're gonna meet one of its famous inhabitants, if you will, and that individual is Kate Blood. That's pretty metal, dude. Like, yo, Kate Blood on the guitar. She's ripping. Kate Blood. She's the vocalist of this sick metal group. Um, but uh, apparently her name is, you know, pretty apt for the season. You know, Kate Blood. It pretty works. cool. <laughs> Miss Blood was accused of, you know, witching and murdering and adultery and all this sort of stuff. So she really fits in. And uh, um, many have said that uh, she's a hooded figure um, running around uh, the, the cemetery, which is what it is. I mean, cemeteries are already pretty fucking creepy to begin right. with. And especially if you're there at night after dark and when it comes to cemeteries too, I mean, like if you guys want to see some creepy cemeteries, Eric, do you remember the Delvin cemetery, the old portion? Yeah. That is a creepy place to be at. Night we had gone there a few times. Oh at night my gosh. It was place was creepy. One time I remember in the Volvo, we were driving through there, yeah. uh, me and my brother Monty and, Monty's like, oh, you got to turn here. And all of a sudden I started running over graves. I'm like, dude, I'm doomed. Like my I'm life. Do- yeah, you're fine. Yeah, this is bad. These guys are <laughs> all going to come after me. Like I need to say like 700 Hail Marys. Oh, just yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to visit. Uh, you got to visit the church for a second and, and got to say some sorry. And, and actually, stuff. like another cool cemetery was uh, Lac LaBelle, the Lake LaBelle Cemetery over there in Oconomowoc. Um, yeah. There's like a statue of a little girl with her palms out. And it said if you put money into her hands, supposedly a ghost will appear. I've never seen it myself. But whoa. But I have seen some creepy stuff in the cemetery, like mist forming over graves, stuff like that. You know, and like I'm not necessarily a believer in that. It could be anything, whether it be right. like you know just some kind of temperature change in that in that area right yeah but, just a normal fog right but it's like wisconsin does have its fair share and if you guys gotta see this one so cape blood can you let us know um some other stuff that maybe happens around the cape blood uh grave i did see that possible of um blood oozing from the grave is that what it, i hear exactly here? so that's what people have have uh have reported seeing uh blood oozing from her tombstone in particular i don't know if it happens at 
any other uh, sites or, or burial sites, but uh, particularly hers is, is, you know, known for some sort of an oozing liquid. Oof. You don't want that. No, do not do not taste test this. This is we're not taking any no, responsibility. If you do visit and you see some oozing liquid, please don't uh, do not eat it. It's <laughs> don't eat. probably not good. Uh, could be anything from sewage to uh, you know other ground matter that uh, not safe for human consumption. I'm assuming so. Could be someone just trying to spook the locals, throwing some uh, <laughs> uh, some McDonald's barbecue sauce on the top there to make it look pretty sick. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it could be the uh, special sauce, stadium special sauce from uh, uh, from the brewers there too. So who okay. knows? Who knows? It's an absolute uh, anomaly, and people have reported actually witnessing this. And Appleton's just a cool area too. Obviously, William Defoe and we, like Harry Houdini. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, Don Brody. Shout out! Amazing. Check out the Hilf podcast. Oh, the Hilf podcast. Houdini gotta, episode gotta is amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just. It's neat to be able to go over there anyway, check out what else, what else Appleton has to offer. For sure. It's kind of on your way up to uh, Lambeau anyway, so if you're park. going up there for you know, a game or something, check it out. For uh, sure. Definitely some cool stuff. So um, what else do we have here? So we've got uh, a Bloody Bride Bridge. Ooh, sounds spooky. So this one you got to buckle up for. And apparently, no, no local article on this. No, one. <laughs> no local article here. Uh, but it's also known as the High Sixty Six Bridge. This is in Stevens Point, uh, UWSP up there, rocking. Everybody's drinking and learning farming. Uh, rumor has it that travelers often see a bride on the bridge, a, mm. a bride who supposedly died in a tragic car accident on this bridge. Well, on the way to her wedding. Wow not not a not a great day. Not a good day. No, this is not, not something that she had planned for sure. So you're not taking any pictures of this, uh, you know, nice uh, nice wedding. Um, in fact, it is a uh, not a white wedding. Billy Idol did not write the song about this. It's a nice day for a bloody wedding. wedding. Bridge and Stevens Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he went full metal when he was talking about this one. Although there's no police record of any such accident or incident existing, uh, many have said that that is the case. And I mean, who are we to argue with? Yeah, and like, so what's what's going on here? We're seeing we're seeing the bride, and who else is kind of in this car that's crashed? Well, so. Drivers have 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 seen glimpses, uh, obviously, of the bride and her groom uh, apparently in the back seat of their car. Jeez, uh, the whole the whole wedding party was in this song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this was a fucking limo, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. It was a Ford. Hey, it was Tommy's truck. limo over there. We had a couple of the girls and the bride and the groom in the back there. We just <laughs> it, went off the bridge in Stevens Point. They had a hot tub in the back of the truck. We <laughs> just used a tarp. We went to the bachelor party at the Stevens Point Brewery up there, and we uh, hit Bridge 66 and uh, went off, and uh, now I'm haunting this moth. The old High 66 <laughs> Bridge. But yeah, apparently that's uh, that's the case, and uh, what a tragedy if that is the case. Uh, if that was the true, uh, absolutely horrifying to think 
uh, of such a, a terrible thing happening on such a uh, beautiful day. And um, we did we did hear that there actually is no record of this, but we don't know because obviously there still is cell haunts there. People go there all right. the time around midnight if you have brave enough to do it. Yeah, I was just gonna say, hey, if you uh, if you're uh, brave and you dare stop out i guess you know sometime around midnight or something you might be able to find out if this is uh the case or not you might be able to see it so the next one on our list is uh it's it's pretty it's another bridge right like but at the same time there's not a lot of information on this one like what happened or what's going on but can you tell us a little bit about it where this is at yeah so apparently this is uh it's it's called siren bridge and it's in siren wisconsin and uh Apparently, what you've got to do is while you're crossing the bridge, you got to turn that radio up to eleven. Uh, that's a, uh, a spinal a, tap. A joke. Spinal tap joke. Um, but turn it up. Turn your radio up. Turn you've got to have turn up <laughs> the, the radio. Yeah. Some some hair metal stuff here. Yeah, going if you're walking eighties metal too, it probably works a little better. So apparently, yeah, you turn up the radio, and apparently you're going to hear a little girl crying to her mom. And, and apparently she's asking for help. Mimi, holy smokes, Ma'am. I'm bailing. <laughs> like, dipping, dipping on this sitch. Yeah, yeah I, here's the thing. Put yourself in, that, in, in any scenario where this happens. You're, you're crossing a bridge. You've got, you know, fucking Prince little red corvette just rocking on lover. or that you know any print song honestly <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've got that blaring on the radio and you're just having a good time you're crossing this bridge and then all of a sudden mom help mom <laughs> the kids are crying <laughs> calm down out there ghost girl god damn it the kids are whining in the back <laughs> calm down ghost girl <laughs> just put yourself in that situation i mean do you think that that would be cool or chilling I, I'm going with chilling. I don't want to hear, For sure. you know, in the middle of, you know, fucking, you know, uh, 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 a cool song. All when of you're sudden. partying, it's like it's 1999 and exactly. all of a sudden the little girl's like, help me. God, that was a, that was a clear miss on my part. You had I, it, did, I got that, though. I had that. When you're driving down and you're 99. <laughs> but that's the thing is that apparently, you know, these individuals who have been driving across this bridge. Uh, who have experienced this uh, say that it is absolutely frightening because it just takes over the radio and and you can clearly hear uh, a child uh, a girl crying to her mom for help so let us know I, I i've never been to siren wisconsin i've never been across this bridge i don't know that uh, that this is that this is the case but i mean you can't argue with a bunch of people that have said that it happens we'll have to try it out i'm i'm gonna I'm grabbing my EMF meat and my affliction shirt. I'm heading out there. <laughs> I'm going to grab a pair of tap out shorts. I'm going shirtless because who wouldn't? And then I'm getting out there to that fucking bridge and I am hearing this fucking child cry. Right? I'm going to suck down some G juice or whatever. G fuel. <laughs> G fuel. <laughs> I'm heading out there. You might just want to have a monster energy. Okay. That's probably the better. You know, off the top bridge. He's going <laughs> yeah. down on the ghost. It's the it's going down. The ghost. <laughs> Is that a porn or? Oh, dude, that's you don't not, want to go down. Don't on search ghosts. that on Pornhub. All right, yeah. next. <laughs> so we're gonna talk a little bit about the Clark County Insane Asylum, uh, which just the name alone, the, the 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 place alone will tell you. Uh, spooky shit happens all the time oh, at insane asylums. People uh, people with some twisted twisted brains. Right, and and so you know. It just by its nature, uh, there's some weird stuff that had happened there. 
Uh, I'm assuming that they probably used some sort of electroshock therapy or some kind of weird shit that they did on people. Maybe even performed, you know, lobotomies and shit. Hey, let's let's stick a dagger through this dude's eye. Yeah. It'll help him out. You know what? <laughs> I think this guy just needs an ice pick to the eyeball. That'll work. Yep. It'll, it'll cure him. <laughs> you just crack that guy's brain and uh, it, he's fixed. Destroy the frontal lobe. What's going to happen? And which is which is hilarious. There was actually a uh, God um, a, a show that was on Netflix. I think called something Cratchit, Nurse Cratchit. Oh it yeah, was, I'm, yeah, yeah. With the lady from um, Nurse Ratchet. From, nurse Ratchet. Uh, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. It's yeah, supposed exactly. to be the nurse from that. It's, show. it's the nurse from yep. from that uh, novel, and uh, the one that uh, portrayed this woman in this particular series that I'm talking about was from. Uh, the, American, the horror, horror American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah. They talk about the lobotomies and show uh, a pretty good depiction of what that would have probably looked like and the noises that happen. It's it's pretty wild. But dude, steel on seal going into your eye, just like that alone makes you cringe. Just like tink that, like tinks. And oh then that, god, that oh. crack of the bone or whatever. But um, just oh, wild just... stuff that you could imagine probably happened here. But. Um, this is in Owen, Wisconsin. It's a popular place for visitors who are looking for, you know, any sort of haunted experience. Uh, visitors have reported hearing voices and seeing apparitions. Uh, pretty, you know, apropos. That's exactly what you would imagine would happen. Uh, former residents of this asylum were tormented and murdered by the staff um, by means of, oh, here we go, uh, electroshock therapy, ice water submersion, which they also talk about in that uh, Nurse Ratchet uh, the the ice water submersions and yep. stuff, uh, and apparently bloodletting as well, which is really just like draining your body of yeah. blood of like the bad toxin that was supposed apparently. to be in your blood at the time. Like, oh, right. let out the, let out the poltergeist. Exactly, <laughs> like it actually just exists within your fucking hemoglobin. There, <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm haunted because of the blood in my body. And Here go the platelet go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, staff weren't very kind apparently at this uh, insane asylum. I've never heard a good story about an insane asylum. I don't no. know if you have either, but uh, but it's no wonder the uh, the ghosts and spirits stick around to this fucking place uh, to haunt everybody that walks through the doors. And actually, in our hometown, the uh, Walworth County Insane Asylum that is over there by the hospital out there um, when you're leaving town. That one's supposedly super haunted. Spooky. It's like it's closed down now. Like you can get in. Don't tell anyone you can get in through the basement if you really want to go ghost hunting, but don't say anything. My dad might have said something. My dad might have told me. <laughs> I don't know what happened here, but you can get in through the basement window. I guess they usually leave it unlocked. Don't do it. You're going to get a private trespassing ticket, but you can also contact Walworth County to actually go in there and do some investigations. They would be willing to if you went through the proper chains. Of course. Yeah. Obviously, if you're going to if you're going to do it, we would suggest going through the proper, uh, the you know, asking of permissions and, and sort of. Uh, but if, if for some reason you don't want to do that, there may or may not be a way that rhymes with schmacement. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say you know, anything. Like, we didn't say anything. Schwindo, Schweishman. Yeah, there's a Schwindo <laughs> in the Schmeishman. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you could possibly get you in. You might be able to slide that sucker. <laughs> you might you might get spooked. Who knows? And um, so, yeah, so I mean, that one was like a pretty good one, Eric. And uh, we were, like we said, we had a lot of these on our list, but a lot of them we skipped over because we actually did cover them before. And we want to do full episodes on some of these because there are some great information on a lot of these places. Well, so like one of the ones that we had brought up, Hotel Hell, we did an episode on that. Uh, on a previous Halloween one, we had talked about the Boscobel Hotel. 
Uh, that one probably deserves a little bit extra uh, I, episodage. Yes, I um, agree. And the Fister as well. The Fister. Those definitely need to have their own episodes yeah. alone because there's a great history there besides the hauntings, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So those are those are just some of the ones that are on our list of, of super uh, paranormal places, but uh, haven't necessarily gotten around to being full episodes at this point. Um, but we definitely will be covering these, uh, obviously, with the amount of things that we've already covered in, in a little over two years of episodes. Uh, there's just so much Wisconsin history that deserves talking about that. Uh, some of these have just been uh, blurbs in these haunted uh, Halloween episodes. So exactly. Um, so what one do you of got the next places, yeah. So I was just going to say one of the places that uh, I have visited numerous times and, and they consider themselves to be like, the spooky area in Wisconsin in the Milwaukee area is uh, Shaker's Cigar Bar. Uh, they currently do tours and things. Uh, their bar, uh, especially upstairs in more of the living quarters, are uh, are supposed to be uh, very, very haunted. Very, very paranormal. A lot of experiences with uh, little uh, little girls. Uh, not necessarily little girls. I don't want to say they're, ch- they're children, but they're... Um, it was a brothel and it was a, a hideout for many mobsters. Uh, um, it, this is kind of in the um, Walker's Point area of Milwaukee. And uh, apparently, you know, like Al Capone had visited there and things. Use fucking guys. Use fucking guys. I'm going to whack you off. <laughs> hey, 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 you want to get whacked off? And come <laughs> yeah. to the basement with me. Eh? Hey, buddy, listen here. <laughs> Pull on your trousers and I'm going to whack you off. Um <laughs> But, you know, basically, you know, this thing has been featured in a number of different things. Uh, Netflix has a series called Dark Tours. Oh, yeah. I've seen this episode. It's really cool. And I think this one was actually on the um, Haunted State as well, I believe, which is another kind of like haunted show. But it was Wisconsin based only, which is really cool. I just spilled a little bit of my drink on myself. Not good. Well, it's normal. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This isn't like the time that I opened up that one beer that just exploded all over myself. Oh, my. God, we were choking. Oh, we were choking. Our- <laughs> God, fuck. Um, but yeah, so Shaker Cigar Bar, an amazing visit either way. Um, in fact, coming up here on October 22nd, uh, I will be out there with my good friend Shane Kayser, and we will be uh, uh, enjoying some uh, nice stogies and some good pours of bourbon. And uh, that's before the uh, Bucks game that's that day. Uh, so if you happen to listen to this episode and it happens to be before October 22nd, which it should come out before then, um, maybe come out and say hi. I don't know. Uh, Grab a bourbon and cigar. Exactly. It's a, it's an enjoyable time. Uh, their their selection of, of fine liquors and, and their selection of fine smokables is really great. And whether or not you decide to do the tour or anything like that um, is your is your choice. There is a report of seeing a little girl. Again, this is actually more in like the teen years uh, of this girl's life. Uh, they report seeing her in the bathroom along with number of other ghostly visitors in the basement. What do you got to haunt a bathroom, dude? Like a guy's just trying to like chalk a piss and like... Here's the thing, man. I've been in many bathrooms that scare the shit out of me. And uh, I can't say if it's just the fact that it's a bathroom where a lot of things... I mean, people are letting go of their demons in there. I, right. Dude, Squeegeon you're, I, demons, you're, dude. You're trying to exercise one gut. You're trying to exercise one butthole. Yeah, you're trying to exercise a gut. And all of a sudden, like, Count Wackula comes out there. He's like, 
You want a rubbin? You want a rubbin tizug? Not really. I'm just taking a deuce, bro. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Count Wackula comes in there to try to spook your shit out. Now, That's now, you're, now everything's sucking in. Now everything's kind of like you're like you closed up. You're yeah, like, you're all closed fuck, up. Like everything's pinched. Now. Everything's pinched. Everything's kind of sucking up into the guts. Right. You're like, not good. How, how am I supposed to feel good walking out of here when I still got half a shit that hasn't come <laughs> out of my body? I'm basically wiping a marker here. Your shit's petrified. Yeah, your shit's <laughs> petrified. Uh, but uh, uh, of course, you know, Shaker Cigar Bar, nothing uh, that 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 excites me more about going to that place than enjoying uh a really nice experience in a really cool old milwaukee haunt for sure such a cool place to visit i i I honestly encourage everyone to just go there and like i said whether you choose to do the the haunted walk of the place the tour um you're still going to enjoy a really cool experience they really have taken on uh that persona of being the haunted bar the the street lights right outside of there they have the little you know flags that they that they fly on there that have the little ghostly figures on it and uh, immediately when you walk in you sort of just experience that anyway like it's just uh, part of the the you know uh, the the whole thing that they've built in there it's nice so what do we got next on our list Eric what's the next one we got we got another does it look like another cemetery it is here? yeah so the, uh, the the thing that we're gonna talk about next is actually Dartford Cemetery, and that's near Green Lake, Wisconsin. Um, and uh, without a doubt, it is one of the most haunted cemeteries in Wisconsin. Um, it looks can be deceiving. Trust me, it's 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 a beautiful place. It's creeptastic or what? But it's absolutely fucking haunting because it's a nice looking it's a nice looking facility. You know, I would imagine that uh, many celebrities around Wisconsin would love to be buried in a place like this. Um, however, like I said, very deceiving, you know, you're not going to get that same welcoming experience after dark, uh, well-known, uh, ghosts like chief high knocker. <laughs> I've wore some high knickers before where show <laughs> look at your smuggling grapes, but I've heard high of knocker? I've heard of knockers that hang low, but I've never heard of high knockers, but, Oof. uh, but yeah, apparently chief, Use some perky beefs, <laughs> chief high knocker he calls this place home. And uh, right along with former Civil War soldiers, uh, which, fuck, I mean, you've heard enough about Civil War hauntings and shit. Um, Every single thing that has to do with Civil War is uh, an absolute, you know, haunt. Spooky as hell. Definitely a lot of soldiers uh, experienced horrible fucking tragedies during these times. And uh, and they all stick around to to, to haunt you about. Could it. you imagine a big metal ball coming at you though, like a thousand yeah. feet per second even towards a, your brains? Even like, a musket round is really know, nothing right? more than a fucking pinball coming screaming at you at like you know fucking a hundred feet per second. Dude, who didn't gonna... write about this pinball wizard? Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> pinball wizard <laughs> must have been a shit. <laughs> fucking blew this guy's fucking nuts off with a you know nothing more than a little fucking round BB. And uh, they all stick around to talk about it and haunt you about it. So, uh, so they, wh- I guess they could be seen marching and stuff around uh, the grounds and things. But uh, visitors have also reported uh, being pushed off a mausoleum that belongs to a young child. I don't know why people are on the mausoleum that right. belongs to the child. I'm, I'm sure it's more of like that's a like, disrespect. Go, go up on the mausoleum. It'll creep you out. And like this little this little dude's like, hey, I'm going to push you off and probably try to murder you. Yeah. A little murder. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little murder, buddy. It's just a little um, murder. But yeah, this young child apparently pushes people off of its mausoleum. Not a big deal. 
Yeah, he just wants to kill um, a couple folks. But I've got a question. Are you brave enough to go there and find out? Hmm. Are you? Just he just wants to do a little murder, little, just a little little <laughs> twinkle. Just gonna murder. play some murder games. <laughs> Not a big mur- fucking deal. Just a couple murder games. And we're just gonna do a little catty stuff and murdery games. <laughs> um, but that, that, Russ, I mean, would you? Would you go there? Would you stand you on know, this child's I, mausoleum? I, I, not that I'd really want to at the same time, but like I probably would because I just have to like prove myself usually, even I though I've been, just, I've been spooked out. I'm not going to lie. Like I've been to some creepy ass cemeteries. You and I have, uh, in particular with Kara that one time, uh, I don't want to talk about awful. that. That thing was freaking creepy. Awful, man. So that was the old satanic church over in Lake Geneva. I can't On remember your way the name. between your house is and it, Lake Geneva. Is it yeah. St. Killian's? Is it St. Killian's grounds? But we were out there, man. And those hooded figures came at us. We're like, nope. See, that was the thing, man. It, it, there was definitely there was something cult. going on out. There was a cult for sure. They were burning like wood or something out there, and or then they bur- started coming person, towards our know, our vehicle. We're like, yeah, you know, I don't know what we don't really want to die today. Like we just came out here to creep ourselves. That was out. rough, right. dude. You, it me, Kara, uh, Dustin, uh, your cousin Eric. Like we were all in that in that Ford Escape at the time, and it was like. Are we all seeing this? This, yeah, this there's is absolutely really going a on. bunch of hooded there, figures. There over is here. bright lights out in the distance near like a, a crucifix. People are coming at us. Time to go. And it like was, it was like and like, it was like a it was like a, a one of the almost like a headstone crucifix. Right. Like yeah. It was, it, was it was part of a, a a person's you know resting place uh, that like I said headstone maybe or whatever. But um, but yes, dude, St. Killian's, Killian's, I I don't know how the rumors are, but I heard in the basement of the church they had some satanic rituals going on. Don't know how true that is, really. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, the thing is, you, you know, a lot of these things won't go documented. How can they? Uh, they're trying to do these things in private, in secrecy. Uh, and so they're not going to write about it. They're not going to make it super known True. what they're doing out there. So it, it becomes, uh, you know, it, no matter what, it's a questionable thing. Like, would you, do you believe it? I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it's tough to say, but it's right on the border there. They're probably Illinoisans. Yeah. Dominos. They They're coming still- in like, like just like from Chicago, like just ready to. We want your lakes <laughs> as our playgrounds. <laughs> we want Lake Geneva. We want to be children of the corn. <laughs> children of Elkhorn. Children of Elkhorn. Yeah, it's a, no matter what, it's it's kind of like a uh, who done it, who seen it, that kind of thing, and and no matter what, you know, the the spookiness around cemeteries is crazy, so. With all of the ones that we've just listed. This is kind of part one of our little haunted series here. Uh, Part two next week. Keep an eye out. You guys got to let us know what you think. Uh, Maybe something that you can suggest to us for our next episode coming up here. Uh, We'd love to hear suggestions. Maybe some creepy places you recommend in the state. Obviously, Wisconsin has a ton of cryptids, tons of haunted history. Um, I know I've been to a lot of haunted bars in Madison. I know you've been around to some haunted bars. I've seen some crazy bitches. Yeah, that's not haunted. <laughs> I, thought, I didn't think you were going to say anything after that. <laughs> those are those aren't really technically haunted. Those are just, oh, shit, those are okay. just some crazy chicks, dude. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, you must be a Chicago bad. girl, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> get out of Lake Geneva. I was haunting them. You were haunting them. Ah, get out of here. I'm the ghost of Ditka. Yeah. <laughs> I am Brett Favre. I fucking own you. <laughs> oh, no, dude. You're rogering these bitches. Yeah, I'm rogering the bitch. <laughs> Roger and some hoes, dude. <laughs> so we own you guys. If you get a chance, go check out these haunted locations. We know that all of them have a deep, rich history of being 
you know, some of the most paranormal spots in Wisconsin. And uh, we'd love to hear about your personal stories. Hey, if you get any like creepy stuff too, if you got an affliction t-shirt, if you got an EMF reader, if you got a voice recorder, send us some of your clips. We'd love to hear what you guys got. Even pictures. Yeah. Love that stuff. Definitely throw on some tap out shorts and a monster energy drink. Don't put anything else on and just fucking and paranormal. It. You guys just missed like the cool Bray Road Beast party. Lee, Lee Hample is so many like weird paranormal Lee was pictures. On it. Yeah, he was on. He yeah. was there at the party kind of hanging out with us. If you don't know who Lee Hample is, he's kind of on like all the Discovery World Channel shows and stuff for the Bray Road Beast stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great party. Um, but yeah, let us know. Let us know for the next episode. If you guys have haunted locations, send them. Send us in. Well, you guys got a week. Yeah. Just throw them our way. Awesome. All right. So we are back with another Wisconsin music segment. This one coming straight out of Waukesha, the new home of the studio. The studio. Um, this place is full of guitar stores. It's great. Outpost and Chandro. There's a, a few different really great places here. And uh, you can see the signs everywhere that say that this is Guitar City, USA. Do you guys still have the massive guitar here? Every t- all okay. of them. We have a Good. bunch of them. Good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's amazing. Got some Les Paul hard bodies going on. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, great, dude. It's 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 cool to to be around here. All the stuff downtown uh, sort of celebrates the uh, the 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 Les Paul and uh, that that whole relationship that happened between Les Paul and Gibson, which originally was supposed to be with Fender, but um Fender dropped the ball. Fender dropped the ball. And um, actually which I love Fenders. You know that I have them tattooed on my body. True. Uh, I actually I rock a Fender Telecaster myself. Yeah. So. And and Fender bases. And a Fender base. Bunch of Fender bases. You've had a, a strat. You had the white Hendrix strat for a yeah. while. Um we're we're both fans of of uh Gibson and Fender alike. I've been out to Nashville uh, in Memphis, I went to the original Gibson factory in Memphis. Uh, never got around to the Kalamazoo, Michigan one. That's uh, really old. And uh, I think there's a new company that's actually producing guitars out of that Kalamazoo, Michigan plant. Um, would love to make it out one day to the Montana plant where they make all the uh, acoustics and uh, semi uh, semi hollows. But uh, amazing stuff coming out of Nashville right now with their... Uh, Nashville Gibson Garage, uh, which is where I actually bought my 335. Which is a great um, guitar. It's a fucking way. sick fucking guitar. But I was going to say, like, and you know, for people in the Milwaukee area, or if you're coming to the Milwaukee area, uh, Discovery Center has a really awesome display for uh, Les Paul. Yeah. Um, obviously, this one was probably my favorite Les Paul song. I don't know about you. Um, it's probably one of my favorites, How High the Moon. How High the Moon is, is probably the most classic. It's just, it's that perfect... Uh, um, combination of, of vocal harmony and uh, and and the treatment of the guitar. You have to remember this was recorded back in the early days of of electric guitar. Period. So it's like late forties, early fifties. Yeah, ish. and so Les Paul had really just created um, what they called the log, uh, which you can go back to our our Les Paul episode where we discuss all of his uh, amazing achievements and and uh, uh, inventions uh, that that helped literally take modern music into the next you know phase but the log was essentially just a train trussle like a train uh log if you will big oak a big oak log eight by eight or something that he strung you know a a uh 
a couple of strings across and decided, you know, if I created an input here, would would this suck in the noise? Like, would it would it work? And and this guitar is actually on display at the Discover. I was Center. just gonna say, so that actually ties us back into uh, your point that if you go to Discover uh, um, Wisconsin, the or Discover Discover uh, Center, it's Discovery, over. It's kind of like yeah. right by the art museum. It's right on the lake. Yeah, it's right next to Summerfest grounds. Um, if you go there, Discovery World, it's. Uh, on display, you can see the log uh, in all of its absolute glory that that took us to uh, where we are today in in modern instrument and uh, uh, such a cool stuff. And and then when you when you listen to this song, this is only a few years after the creation of that first electric guitar. Uh, he's playing on uh, a a Les Paul a Gibson. The Gibson is what it was called back then, but um, early fifties. Yeah, guitar. yeah, something like that. And and it's um. It's crude. It it is. Uh, it still weighs like, you know, fifteen, sixteen pounds, uh, which you know most modern guitars are weight relieved to make them right around ten. The average weight is somewhere between eight and eight and ten pounds uh, of any electric guitar, and uh, Gibsons are known for their their weight. They're heavy. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys. Even the the the. Um, Main guitarist of Newfound Glory, who recently had a lot of spine and neck surgeries done, uh, he switched from Gibson Les Pauls to Fender Deluxe Telecasters because they're only like seven pounds, uh, right? Versus and a ten pound or you know twelve pound guitar. Even a lot of like the legends, like you see them switch guitars a lot because of yeah. that reason. Those those Les Pauls are heavy, but they also hold like probably the best best tones, sustained best tones. sustains tones. Yeah. Um, obviously you get like, you can do front back pickup, mid pickup yeah. between the two. And the, I mean, they're just known for their tone. Like, uh, the, the older days, the fifties, sixties tough because those, the fret wire was so small that bending out of uh pitch, uh, would be so easy to do. So you have to be a really good guitar player to play one of these early guitars. So you take note when you're listening to Les Paul, play this Gibson in this song, Some sick how he keeps everything in tonality versus, you know, how Russ and I would probably play it. It would sound like absolute shit garbage. Um, that's true. But that's just normal for us. Uh, we're both very shitty guitar players. Oh, uh, no, I think we're, I think we're good. We're, we're modern. Well, we're not, we're, we're not, not learning, but I mean, we're uh, not slash dude, but we've always been pretty good at guitars. We're, like, we we're understand very, the music and we understand the beats. I mean, we've made some really cool. Neither one of us are, are properly trained. Neither one of us, uh, were in band in high school or anything like that. It was, uh, um, it was I didn't us. play guitar in band. We right. but like, we we also right. didn't we didn't we didn't play any instruments like you in in uh, middle school probably played like a horn or some shit. Like, I played horn and I did like the snare drums and yeah. I I played drums and I kind of branched off on my own because more I needed that study hall basically to get better grades so yeah. I couldn't do a lot of the stuff. So it was it was crazy to, to think that you know that that Les Paul uh, uh, or Lester uh, Paulfus is is what his real name is um, could get these guitars to sound so good like in such a crude world of of uh the instrument itself uh this guy is just so good and mary ford uh his wife uh is i mean one of the most uh uh amazing vocalists uh i mean even when you talk about whitney houston celine dion you know these individuals who just have booming voices listen to mary ford she is just absolutely on top of it so uh, this is uh, Mary Ford and Les Paul, and the song is How High the Moon.
right damn dude that's always like cool listen right Les i mean it's, Paul, it's just like we've been in this throwback wisconsin music mood lately we've yeah. been giving you these throwbacks and this one's just a total throwback i was just gonna say this one we threw back real far oh yeah and uh the, the fact that, like I said, I think the thing that still astonishes me and still blows me away is the way that he can keep the guitar in complete tonality and uh, in perfect pitch uh, while being that these fret wires are like on the fretboard itself, man. Like, you know that like most fenders and, and stuff now are these medium jumbo fret wires that you know they they allow you to bend and do what you need without actually like bending out of out of pitch and uh, these old ones are just really short or shallow and uh the way that he can masterfully control this instrument is uh, uh a true testament to to his professionality uh, at, at his at his craft it's it's that, so cool that vocal dubbing like does dub, double vocals is just really cool adds kind of that echo that reverb on her voice that was like, the thing just that, a hair off from the other vocal but it's like enough to add yeah. like another layer to it that was while while we were kind of at a break listening to the music while it was on uh russ and i both were, were talking about how that's part of uh les paul's uh inventions as well was uh not only the four track, like being able to record multiple things at once, but also overdubbing. So when you used to be able to take one track and that was it. And then now you could actually take the tape and you could scrub everything to one part of the tape and then still have the rest of the tape left over to record over. And that was never something that could be done. I mean, consider the digital age now where you could just record 16 32 instruments all at once fuck it who cares um this was not the case back straight then. up analog straight up analog actual uh like cassette tape looking stuff but obviously wider thicker um running from reel to reel and uh uh actually cutting and splicing and taping and all that stuff it's it's wild russ and i have absolutely no uh no history in it but we we know the history of it and so um you have to take note that this is something that this guy was able to do and then mary ford's vocal track is just top notch she was also a really good guitar player too but um let's jump into a a beer review real quick actually to uh to kind of sanctify this uh studio here we went to a local brewery today to get some beers uh we're talking about the guitar city black from raised grain brewing it is a schwarz Schwarz beer. Schwarz beer. Schwarz beer at a 5.3% ABV and a 23% IBU. So you're not getting the bittering units of the hops coming through. It's more of that maltiness of it. Right. And plus playing homage to what we just talked about. I mean, absolutely. Uh, uh, Les Paul, uh, the Guitar City, uh, you know, Waukesha, uh, Raised Grain said, you know what, we're going we're gonna to take that into consideration here and just make a, f- make a beer. And they ha- also have another one that's... Uh, um, Guitar City Gold, which is sort of their normal um, uh, lager, uh, and it's a great beer too in itself. But this uh, this one again sort of plays more into this time of year. Uh, we talk about the thicker, the higher viscosity, the darker beers, that kind of thing. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, this one pours like almost a blackish color. Um, you know, not a lot of head on it. You're getting a little bit of that foam ring on there. The can's really cool. Obviously, it's it's black and it has a little bit of gold on it. it says Guitar City Black. Um, just a great beer. And, you know, for this time of year, this will definitely warm you up in the cold season. Well, and the thing is, is it just it tastes thicker going into your mouth like that mouth feel 
is just uh, that of uh, you know like a a stew versus a soup. You know, for sure. If I could, if I could, uh, you know, equate it to something else, it's it's the stew versus the soup kind of uh, discussion. And and uh, those IBUs or those bittering units is what we we talk about a lot. Um, being lower like this is uh, it, it, that's true to a lot of these thicker beers. They don't have the hoppiness, which is where you're getting the bittering units from. Uh, if you're drinking an IPA or a double IPA, um, those ones are going to be 50, 60, 70 IBUs versus a lot of these thicker, more, uh, uh, what did you say, grainy beers. Those are going to be like the 20s, uh, 15s. Like those are are just uh, a lot less with that bittering, and you're getting just that full grain. Taste. And you're getting that, that lager versus the ale, right? Like the different yeah. type of yeast being used. So this one's a definitely a lagering ale, and you're getting that. You're, you're not, we don't really know the hops that are using this. I'm guessing probably a German variety, probably Hallertau. I'm, sure, thinking, sure. I'm thinking this one based on like my, my taste palette. Um, I'm not, obviously I'm no expert. And neither are you, but what? No, we just like to focus on one beer, and uh, this one is really good. We got it in the can; it's really cool. The can's kind of black, like I said, has gold on it. Sixteen ounce uh, cans, and yeah, uh, beautiful black and gold uh, presentation on the can itself. Kind of almost begins a guitar, and then where the neck would be, yeah, it yeah. Sort of it's kind of like branches off guitarish, yeah. but it's cool. Just a great brewing, uh, great brewing company in Wisconsin. If you're in the Waukesha area, home of the studio now, yeah. you get definitely got to check out Raised Grain Brewing, which you know we still love and will still honor the fact that you know Eagle Park was like the hometown the home, brewery where we the always get that's where we had so many reviews of those beers because we just yeah. grab them on the way to the studio or. right I mean it just and, and they make such uh I mean such you know differing flavors it's like they weren't afraid to branch out and be different and that's what I love about did Eagle you hear Park. that they just collaborated now they own Milwaukee Brewing Company do they? Yeah. Eagle Park just bought Milwaukee Brewing Company, which, which is they like were huge. for sale for a while. And, yes. and a bunch of Illinois and we were people. We're talking about like if we if it. we were freaking millionaires, man, we should just start our WDH brewery, but we just don't we have did, a million yeah. dollars in the in the bank right now. So I'm close, you know. yeah, 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 sure, like ten or twelve <laughs> bucks or something. I yeah, don't know. yeah. My wife would let you know exactly what it is, but it's probably just sad enough. Not to, enough to open a brewery. It's right just now. fucking sad enough to talk about, I guess. Uh, but amazing quality beers from raised grain as well and and uh i i don't know that they get enough love uh with all of the other brewing companies that are around the milwaukee area because even eagle park has a, a tasting room downtown yeah yep. and so raised grain being you know off the beaten path a little bit down 94 in uh in waukesha i don't know that they get the same love uh as some of the the neighboring uh, waukesha breweries. county breweries right? and so you know, when you when you start to think about what's right here in, in my new backyard, Raised Grain makes some really awesome beers. And this one alone was great. Uh, you know, we've had a, a bunch of the different ones that they offer. Uh, Summer Vice, which is like a Hefeweizen. Um, they make a Citra Crystal Mosaic Hopped uh, Naked Threesome that's fucking phenomenal. Um, but this one, you know, of course, is... Uh, Something you, you, right now, it's because it's a, a seasonal, go get it. Please go get it. Please go to the tap room. They, they offer it again in the, in those growlers, in the, um, the cans. And then obviously when you're there, you can get a pint of it. Um, and like we talked about, like Waukesha is some of the best water in the world. Hygieia Springs, we just talked yeah. about actually. In I think so Waukesha actually means uh, in 
um, oh man, I forget the tribe, but um, it, it, for for the natives, Waukesha was actually like something about uh, you know water wells or, or plentiful wells or something like that or or plentiful springs. And yeah, the water is phenomenal. Like we talked about, I mean, this is like the best besides Germany. Waukesha County has the best water in the world. They're they're in fact, you know, for for uh, for anybody that lives around here, they're actually trying to pump um, water from the 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 lake uh, Lake Michigan to here for you know to to supply for like the the homes and stuff. But um, the water that's that's sitting underneath us is is so damn delicious and plentiful that uh you almost don't even think you need it but right you guys got great, aquif- you guys got great aquifers you know i mean why use our water for shitting when we right. can just use lake michigan's water you know yeah old bradford beach turd water old, old Brad, bradford Brad, Brad for breach they always have issues i always remember i always wanted to swim there but they always had problems with like geese poop and stuff remember that like it was always closed down there would always be some kind of e coli e- like, or some shit e coli and like <laughs> yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah, of exactly. shit going the, the, on the like e. coli, yeah. and that beach would always be closed <laughs> but like cholera. but it's perfect for flushing a can yeah so just getting turned out <laughs> talk about five dollar box flush Wing. grab a seat gather around join us for a chat how many logos you have? All right, folks, you know what that means, Sturge. We need to hear some match on this one. Yeah. How many locos you at? Here yeah, we go. Baby. Here we go. It's another cinco for you. Yeah. So this one is a Pewaukee man was arrested for fifth OWI, the sink. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy is 41-year-old Pewaukee man arrested for... Uh, uh, operating a motor vehicle under the influence fifth offense and the Wisconsin State Patrol never good to see especially if you're doing oh, no. uh drinking the, and drive the boys in blue at the top hat you want to avoid those you don't, yeah, don't want to fucking deal with them guys uh apparently the Wisconsin State Patrol saw a vehicle driving erratically while speeding in excess of 100 miles per hour on I94 westbound near fast and curious Fast and curious, yeah, fucking <laughs> fast and dumb shit. Uh, this was near Sunny Slope Road around 10 p.m. Sunday, and uh, when the trooper attempted to stop the vehicle, it exited Moreland Road northbound and slowed considerably. Kind of by your house, old house. The, yeah, yeah near close. the old area. Uh, and it, he entered a McDonald's parking lot where it struck a pole before coming to a stop. Um, he went for the... <laughs> He went for McChickens, got fucking lickened. Dude, he got, he got a licking, bro. Dude. So upon approach, the trooper observed signs of impairment and um, the standardized uh, field sobriety tests were conducted right there in the old McChicken parking lot. Um, <laughs> this individual was determined to be under the influence of intoxicants and was subsequently arrested for operating while intoxicated for his fifth offense. Um, after refusal, a blood draw was obtained with a warrant, uh, and the subject was turned over to Waukesha County Jail uh, with uh, without an, any incident. He, he didn't put up a whole lot of fight here. Um, the subject will be charged with OWI 5th, uh, reckless driving, disorderly conduct, failure to yield for emergency vehicle, and battery slash threat to law enforcement. Not good. Apparently, he was combative somehow. He, the he, article he, said he was not uh, uh, incidental, but... Uh, apparently he was. I so mean, he had a uh, two broken McRibs. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple exactly. smash McNuggets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, good. The long arm of the law is going to smash this dude in the McNuggets for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. This guy is fucked. Uh, let's just say right now. Uh, we have a five. We don't have much other information that we have his age. 41. 46. Fifth DUI. 46. I think he's 46 years old. 41. 41 year old P- Pewaukee man. Oh, Jesus Fifth. Christ. I don't even um, know where the fuck this guy's at. Going for the MCs. So he's definitely been drinking. He needs to get some. some uh, he wants I guess to get the substance grease. in his body, he right? To kind of absorb man. some of this stuff going on here. Um, McLarge huge. Yeah, this is a big McLarge huge. Uh, he okay. was definitely supersizing this fucking OWI right here. Um, <laughs> With the assault battery throwing on there, too. He's like, uh, give me a fucking huge Coke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so Pewaukee man, 41-year-old, fifth offense, clearly didn't stop when the officers wanted him to, uh, ends up pulling into a McDonald's parking lot, smashing into a fucking pole. Got delivered a he crappy sm- meal from the, pop, the cops. He got sm- a crappy meal. He smashed into a large fry and <laughs> fucking got, got killed. Uh, a crappy meal. A crappy meal. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I, even though we don't have a whole lot of information, I still feel like I have an idea of where this guy's at. He's definitely like he's not blackout drunk, but he's trying to get some substance, kind of like uh, the, the cool part substance is substance to like absorb some of that alcohol. The fact that he's forty-one years old. So Russ, you're what thirty-five? Yes, I'm thirty-four. This guy knows about four loco. He does. This was definitely a drink that came out while he was in college. Uh, there's. There's a chance, and I'm thinking a good one, that this guy definitely indulges, uh, in and, the and and he loves the loke. Yeah, he was, and you know, he's a little, maybe a little above our age, but that was like when it came out when in college. I mean, it's well, crazy. you and I were below age. So I, when I we had, enjoyed our. Lokes. What's crazy is I, I graduated in '05, which doesn't seem that long ago, but it really was a long fucking time ago, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and like this guy definitely was out when Loco was out. But that was high school. You know, this guy was probably in college at that point. Or, when Loco or, was coming out, because we grabbed it from the grocery store. Remember, we used to grab Sparky to pay like sparks. homeless homeless folks to get us Sparks or yep. like homeless folks. <laughs> I never paid a homeless guy to get me any Sparks, but there I was did one pay, dude. There like, was one guy at the nickel plate. I did give money oh, one yeah. time, and he hooked me up with some fucking Sparks. I had a whole backpack full of fucking Sparks. Well, that ain't a bad. That's not a bad idea, because yeah, it, Sparks was actually a. It was the first one I think before the Lokes. Yeah, exactly. Four Loco came out a little bit after Sparks. Um this would have been like, uh, you know, when everybody was was doing just regular beers and then all of a sudden somebody came out with an IPA, uh, that that would have been the same kind of uh, the equation here. Sparks was like, fuck this. We're not just going to come out with a malt beverage. We're going to come out with the fucking malt beverage that turns you into Hulk Hogan. So, fuck so, it. So some caffeine in her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what else this fucking beer needs? Some cocaine. A fucking cocaine, dude. Uh, so they sprinkled a little bit of fucking uh, stimulant in there and they said, fuck it. And uh, four local followed suit. So yeah, and which wasn't a bad idea because I mean it was like basically it was made by fraternity people. It was who made, just wanted to stay up all night Sparks to fucking was. hang out. Yeah, Sparks was Sparks was actually a concoction of uh, uh, or, or, or a recipe created by uh, somebody in college and was like, which makes sense. I want to stay up, but I also want to get fucking down, bro. <laughs> Like let's party dude. up and downsy at the same time. I want to get up and I wanted to get downed, and so Sparks. Uh, and that was, I think that was actually part of their slogan. Like, you want to get up and down? <laughs> Fuck it. Sparks. Sparks. <laughs> uh, so this guy is definitely a Sparks slash four loco drinker. That malt beverage that gets you partied and 
shardied. Um, yeah, Even this, you can't hold in the gut, the gut, like the gut substance. Yeah, like, this turns sparks. your shit into dark diarrhea. So, Serge, we have a guy a little older than us. He was in college when we were when we were graduating. He was yeah. like, he was like almost out of college already. Yep. Um, this guy definitely has some experience with sparks and uh, four locos. We have uh, resisting arrest, signs of impairment, going to Mickey's uh, to get some uh, broken McRibs. A couple kick, McRibs kicked gone. in the nuts. Nugs. <laughs> couple nugs gone. Kicked in the nugs. Um. <laughs> I have a number. I don't know if you want to go on three uh, or if you just want to shout it out. Let's go on something. Let's go on quarter pounder. Let's go on the quarter pound. (laughs) All right, let's Uh, do it. Three, two, one. One, two, quarter pound, 14. Okay, I was going to say 12. Yeah. So I think a 13 loc is pretty good here. I was thinking of some more McDonald's puns to throw out. I'm sorry I missed that. You heard, you heard, yeah, exactly. You you heard me saying it, but you were like. I was thinking of more McDonald's puns. Something, 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 something. Come on, come on. I know. Yeah. I was thinking about like Grimace. Or I like, think he had a 14 nugger here. Um, <laughs> 14 a 14 nug. piece. 14 <laughs> piece. They don't even sell that, but somehow they did when he was drunk. Oh, they did when we he need was a 14 hammered. piece. I don't care. I don't want a 20. I want a 14. Or, yeah. Could you please just take six take of the, the nuggets and, and fucking throw them? Toss them with the kid in the van in the back. So that's what's great is uh, we'll settle on a 13. I think, I think a 13 right. local is a good good average on this the one. The thing is, is that he was able to go 100 miles an hour on I-94 uh, heading towards uh, the Milwaukee area, like I said, it, you know that's a that's a feat in itself because you know most people are doing the you know posted fifty five sixty five somewhere in that range. He's doing a hundred, and then I mean yeah, of course he smashed into a large fry at the parking lot of the Mc, McDonald's, but you know fuck it, who cares? Um, I'm fucking grimacing who right hasn't, now. Who hasn't like, fucking like smashed into bitch. something at a McDonald's, you know? <laughs> I'm fucking grimacing at this. I yeah. <laughs> Bad, dude. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. So, uh, 13. Thought, uh, thought he could be a Big Mac, but now he's at a 13 <laughs> loco. Eric, do you want a uh, law and order this mask? Yeah. Uh, this guy ain't no Big Mac. He's just a 13 piece nugget. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home.